everybody, the way they interact with each other. Um, it was just a good time. So we wanted to catch up with them and see what the plans are. For Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer, and I am so what's the up, My yeah, friends, Amy Rodowski, uh, Charlie Yoda, Kat Shear, love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40-plus yeah, Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, um, active life. Our plan last year we also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest our, stories, our and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with so, full video we, uh, on YouTube at the Clydesdale yeah, Fitness and Friends yeah. Podcast, yeah. But no, so, I mean, as well as you know, all we're traditional we're podcast platforms. Um, Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale day. underscore fitness days. and friends. Um, so Friday, and Saturday, now, Sunday, so off to this week's Thursday, episode only to of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. And Thursday, we're going to run a Teams of Two competition. It's called Cannon Brawl Style. Anybody's familiar with it? It's, oh, yeah. it's, kind of, it's between three and five workouts, and you do them all back to back to back. And so you pick a time slot. If your time slot's 11, you come in at 11, you're done by 1230. Um, it's really cool. There's a there's a, another gym in town uh, called CrossFit House who helped out a lot with uh, MFC this year. They're going to be running it. They run an amazing shop, and I'm super excited. Uh, we've got initial con. Um, uh, uh, an email back and forth exchange so that Eric Rosa is going to come in and do the competition on Thursday. Uh, but he can fit in his schedule. As of now, I think that's still on. And, uh, and Dave Castro also said that if he can make it work, he'll come in and do it too. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. And so where is here? Fort Wayne, Indiana. And if you don't know, it's the center of the universe. Center of the universe. <laughs> so it's, uh, and so we, last year we did it downtown which was phenomenal, uh, but we needed more space and the Grand Wayne Center was just booked up for what we needed. So we're moving it to the uh, Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. It's uh, actually where I played arena football a long, long time ago. And it's 100,000 square feet. 110,000 square feet. Yeah, so it'll be, if you think of regionals, like if you ever went to, when it was in Columbus or Cincinnati, uh, concrete floor, um, you know, the whole shebang, and it'll be set up kind of like old school regionals. I also saw today that there's a couple from Indiana who have visited every Cracker Barrel but one. <laughs> Which one did they miss? I, I don't know. Probably the one in Fort Wayne. <laughs> we do have one. So they wanted to say the center of the universe for the end. Yeah, I get it. That's funny. <clears throat> I just saw that today, and I was like, Fort Wayne, Indiana, really? And we're talking to those guys tonight, so I just had to bring it up. Do you, awesome. do you think they get the same meal there every time? <laughs> I hope they've tried the whole menu. I, I mean, I, I think they're, they should get free food from now. I wonder how good they are at the, the golf tee game. <gasps> That's the best game. Yeah. 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 I actually what had someone, my, my mom actually bought me that game and I hate it. It, I keep picking it up on my table and it never does well. Yeah, we've got Rin Bourgeois in here. He, he competed at MFC, and he's part of our, what we call, protein, protein. which is a group of all masters CrossFit athletes. Probably 20 minutes? I don't know. Yeah, and we just bas basically run a group chat continuously every single day. Yeah. Not a whole lot of CrossFit talk. There's a, a, lot, of, a lot of life talk, you know, like these, you know, my knuckleheads and, 
Amon's. Ren's got a bunch of dogs. And uh, so that's, act, and, 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 and taking a step back, really how Masters Fitness Collective even happened was our group just kind of like getting together, talking. And, and somebody, I think somebody was like, somebody should step up and, and, and do the games this year since CrossFit can't do it. And here we are. And you guys said you have some sponsors on deck already? Yeah. Um, so RX Smart Gear stepped up again, uh, which is awesome. Dave Newman at, at RX Smart Gear is just yeah. a fantastic. He, he's our title sponsor of this podcast, so we love him. Oh, really? He's, you know, he's kind of everywhere. He's just like an awesome guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's at Power Monkey Camp this week. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys know anything about Power Monkey Camp. That's a fantastic. Yeah, th- that's I'm, a going, I'm going in September. Awesome. That'll be so much fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, we've got them. Uh, Hyper Ice again. Hyper Ice. Uh, Yeti. Yeti has jumped on. Um, so we'll have some some nice Yeti things to give away. Um, so Right. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with So Right. It's a, uh, like a mobility tool. They're they're given they're given a actually like every competitor is going to get uh, So Right and a So Right spine or a so right mini it's one of the two cool army warrior fitness is on board again um we've got you know i i my real job is you know i uh operate assisted living communities so we've got a therapy uh sponsor we have an insurance spot two insurance sponsors actually Uh, a local bank here is pitched in they they did last year as well um the perfect gene which is a jeans company out of new york city Yep. And we expect like, you know, crossover symmetry uh, has said, you know, they, they do something again, bear complex, born primitive. Uh, we're in talks with Reebok. Uh, they want to participate at some level. Uh, CJ Martin from Invictus is, is going to do the programming again. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing for athletes. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The athletes, I'm not sure they enjoyed the programming last year. Yeah. And Invictus is also a sponsor too. So they're, um, you know, they've got a pretty heavy presence and this year we're going to have boost set up. So, um, and that was just a joke about the programming. The, yeah, no, 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 yeah. You know, and he likes said, it. Ron Ortiz said that that fifties uh, workout that we did last year with the shoulder to overhead and the box step over with the 70 pound dumbbell for the guys, he said that was one of the hardest or the hardest workout he's ever done in competition. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I had to judge Ron when. Oh, go ahead, Kat. No, I was just going to say I'm just super impressed that you guys, you know, pulled this off last year in the middle of you know the height of the pandemic and everything else. And I know when we came out and said we're looking for volunteers for this because I'm going to be helping out um, on the ground there uh, Labor Day weekend too. People are like, oh well, you know, we're still dealing with COVID and everything else. And I said, listen. These guys did it last year in the middle of it. Like we're on the tail end of it, God willing. And, you know, it's going to be even better. And it was awesome then. So I'm just so excited for people to be able to experience it and not be afraid to travel to it. And, you know, you guys had all the protocols set up for testing and rapid testing and safety and everything else. So, I mean, you really paved the way for in-person stuff before in-person stuff could even really happen. We'll review what's like uh, what the standards are right now. There's this. There's just a lot going on in this country right now as it applies to COVID and who's doing what, and who's not doing what. Um, 
So we'll take a look at things and like, we want everybody that comes to the competition to feel comfortable and safe, right? And that's, that. if it wasn't COVID, that would be one of our goals anyway, right? We want to, you know, it's have fun, be safe, and feel comfortable in, in what they're doing, right? Um, we don't want to introduce any like weird movements that's going to hurt somebody or anything like that, right? Um, so we'll, we'll review, I'm sure there will be some kind of like protocol for COVID uh, or whatever it is at that point um, when we get closer to the competition. That's all I do for a living is combat COVID and senior housing. Right. So we've had, right. you know, like you mentioned, we had, we had the test. I wouldn't have this if I wasn't in the industry I was in. Um, I, I, I honestly think by September, especially in the event space, things will be really back to normal. And that's, we could have done it earlier. In fact, CrossFit was really pushing us to do it, believe it or not, in between the open and the age group qualifier. So like we would have been running an event a couple of weeks ago. And um, mm -hmm. we thought long and hard about it. And we just, we went back to Dave and we're like, Mark, we want to do this right. We rushed it last year. Like let us kind of get it set up and do it. And and they were really cool about it. And, and honestly, and, and as a result, there's a lot of other licensed events now that are masters driven and it's super cool because there's just not a lot of big events for masters to do. And unfortunately because of COVID and because of the way they set it up to advance the games this year, you know, the big venues like loud live had to make the decision and say, Hey, look, we're, 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 we're going to get these guys and girls to the games, these teams, we can't afford to have a bunch of people. And I know that'll be different next year. But this year, it's another weird year for Masters athletes. Um, right, because like, normally you guys would do, you know, things like Granite Games and, you know, all those other regional Atlas games and, and whatever else. Yeah, and then that, there's no place for you guys to go now besides this weekend and then the games and then your stuff. Our hope is, you know, I think as an athlete, Masters athlete, that there will be live events to qualify for the games. I think everybody really wants that. You hear people talk about that. Um, but you have to look at the reality is, you know, this year was the first year Masters athletes made up more than half of the signups. So CrossFit cannot afford to give up that revenue stream, but they could do it how they're doing the, the pros now, right? You have to sign up. You have to qualify the next stage. Those people then get to go to the live events. And I think that's what everybody wants. Um, this year would be a really good testing. You know, there's three or four, I think, masters licensed events. Yeah. And I think more will grow. And if you look at next year, like West Coast Classic, Granite Games, those are kind of be licensed events already. So those could be masters qualifiers as well. I think they're I think they're setting up for that. But we we actually said, hey, we want this to qualify directly to the games. And Eric and Dave were like, not yet. Like we're we're getting count now. I think that I think they're interested in the concept, um, but I think they wanted to test it out with the individuals first. I think year. their quote was, "We're making so many changes this yeah. year, we want to keep this the same." Yeah, we got it. Sure. Yeah, and they probably want the proximity of the open and then your event, and then the games, right? And not your event right after the games. Like, it, yeah, it'll work out for sure. So, guys, why are you all together right now for this? We're event? gonna do the thing happening. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, Ren flew up from Texas today, Amon drove in from New Jersey yesterday, and we got Kevin Jones coming in, he's a qualifier, coming in tomorrow, and yeah, we're going to, we're going to throw down all weekend. 
Nice. So I don't know if you guys know, but the two ladies on this Zoom call also qualified for the AGOQ. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Should have came to Fort Wayne. Yeah, we're doing this. Like, know, right? Yeah. So what do so, you think the first workout's going to be then? Well, it looks know. like three of them are going to be the same that we've already seen. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, the, the, um, they might change the strength event. They didn't really like. I wouldn't be surprised if they went a four max front squat, but they could really go kind of almost any direction with that one. They could do a back let me, squat. Let me ask you this. Do if they back. do go with a four rep max front squat, can people who've already done the four rep max front squat just submit their video? That's the, th that's the thing I think we need to like, they, they have to consider. It's because with the, so Grinda, the teams, Right? And the teams, they had their running clock and they just had to continuously go. So if you want to show the whole video, like you would see that the whole teams go. You couldn't just cut out at this part. With the individuals, right. Doesn't matter. they have a four max front squat, right? That's one of the reasons I don't think they're going to have it is they're going to have to test something else so that that doesn't happen. People are aware that that, that is- Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't do that. I mean, unless they specifically say you can't, like, why wouldn't you use that but as your- know, Right? Yeah. I mean, they this and this is one of the problems that I have with how the Masters qualified in the game over the years is that there's no checks and balances after the first stage, right? So we go through the open. Now they're taking a large number, which I think is awesome, to the AGOQ. But then when you get there, you know, some of those people probably don't belong to the AGOQ because they didn't actually do the work, right? And that was the, mm -hmm. historically that happened a lot. I it was always like who's cheating, who's putting in their the wrong reps, who's shaving, because nobody could check up on them. I think, at least for us, so we are doing, um, back to Masters Fitness Club, we are doing our, our, our qualifier online with uh, the pit for the teens, and the teens and, and our athletes are going to be doing the same workouts, right? With that, in order for them to qualify or in order for them to be considered, they have to submit a video with every single workout. I may not look at all those workouts or sure. our team may not look at all those workouts, but, um, you know, we're at least going to make sure that they're all there. And like, I, I haven't, I'm sitting on the fence about this, if we, they have to make them public or not. Um, but it just creates a little bit of like continuity of that. Right. So yeah. I, I think, um, I, I wish CrossFit would do something like that. And I'm glad that in the second stage here, they're, they're getting through the videos are pretty quickly for, for the individuals and for the team. So I assume that it'd be quickly. So another well. thing that we're doing this year that it, it's the first that I know of, and I talked to Eric Rosa about this in, on one of our phone conversations and he liked it and, and kind of gave, uh, gave us his blessing, but we're going to do a, a pay to play spot per division. And so if you want to skip the qualifier, you can just pay to come play. And it'll probably be somewhere around $1,000 um, per person. And we'll only do one spot per division. But that money directly goes to whoever wins that division. So if anybody's upset that, you know, like, hey, I earned my spot, I'm going to go to win. Great. Then you can take their money. And um, I like to think that there are the math, a lot of the master's athletes have expendable income. But what they don't have is, is time. And so uh, I'm a perfect example of there's, if there's a competition I really want to go to, it may not work out that I can do the qualifiers because of my I have four kids, right? Or my job commitment. 
But if I could pay and say, I'm going to go here, I, I'm flexible enough to where I can set that up in advance. And so we do want to give people that option. Um, and also, it's a great revenue source for, for an event, right? And, and if we're going to just pump up the purse, you know, we think it's, uh, we think it's worth trying anyway. I think it's I a cool idea. Stuff. I think it's, yeah. I, I can say right now, if CrossFit said, hey, for $20,000, you can come do, do the CrossFit games, I, I'd be the first in line. I, I, I would, I, I think a lot of other people would too, because yeah. regardless of your skill level, you're not going to have someone that's never done CrossFit pay that kind of money to go, go to the games and do it. You're going to go for an experience. And I think ultimately what we're looking for in any big event is how great of an experience can you create for somebody? And, and why not? And if you can up the prize purse in the process. Yeah, it's huge. I guarantee yeah. you right now, if, you know, if Matt Fraser or Silky Peter, let's say no Olson's the favorite this year. If, if they said, Hey, we're going to open it up to four guys, $25,000 a piece. And that money is going to go directly to whoever wins first. All of those guys like bring them on. Yeah. We'd love Absolutely. to. Get that, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the nice thing, you know, you guys talked about kind of in the past how people gamed the open to get into the age group online qualifier. At least this year, you start at zero at, at the AGOQ. Oh, yeah. So the open score doesn't mean anything. Um, you're just going to embarrass yourself when you can't do the workouts at the AGOQ. Excuse me? Right. That felt like a personal I didn't, attack. I didn't say you gamed <laughs> anything. Scott. <laughs> yeah, I think to your point, Scott, what Eamon said, that, that kind of doesn't matter anymore, right? Like yeah. if you so. gamed it before and you finished fifth with no one checking your, your scores, yeah, like you had a distinct advantage over anybody else. But now there's really no getting about that. You got to do the work. Right. And, and with them by casting such a wider net, you know, going to the top 10%, you don't even need to. I mean, like, you know, that's the only reason why I qualified. They raised, they lowered the standard, you know, for people to come in. Um, yeah, it's great. They got that, my 50 bucks. But that's the thing though. You're still in the top 10% of the world. That's still a very, that's a big deal. Like it, and tell her it, it is, it's a really good, it, you're the top 10% of the world. It's really good. I've been um, trying to tell her that <laughs> I can tell you on the flip side, when I was 34, I finished 220th or something like that. Right. So I'm still in the higher than top 1% of the world but didn't make the qualifier. Then you watch the scoreboard. There's only like hundred people that submitted scores yeah. because they didn't charge. And I think there's going to be way more score submissions this year, because if you put your 50 bucks in, chances are you're going to do the workouts. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I've been trying to get out of the bottom 10% for a long time now. <laughs> I've been trying to get out of the bottom 10% for a while now. Got to start somewhere. But I, I also think the prize purse is going to be huge this year at the games. I mean, Eric Rosa keeps talking about how this would be the biggest purse ever. Well, it should be because you had all the open participation, you had all the team participation, you had the semifinals, you got the masters. I, hell, I signed up for the occupational games too because I'm in healthcare. So they took a hundred bucks for me. Plus I had to pay for my affiliate to participate. You know, I, a team. I mean, they're, they're, not, they're not dumb. I mean, I, I think the new model they have, and the opens their best way to grab the most amount of money. And then now you added all these license events. I mean, our license fee was $5,000. Yeah. 
you know, they've got multiple events there. I, I've heard there's a profit share to CrossFit for some of these other, are they semifinal or quarterfinal? These semifinal events. So, I mean, CrossFit got rid of regionals, which was allegedly a big money suck. They added these semifinals, which is going to be a, a, a revenue. And I think you're going to see in the next five to 10 years, we have a real legitimate professional sport. Well, on that note, let's, let's wrap it up with dates, times, where it's going to be, uh, what people, and then do you guys need volunteers? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yes so yes. it's going to be on Memorial day weekend, um, which Memorial is day. No, nice Labor, Labor, day. Day. Labor day. Yeah, it was, it was whatever. <laughs> Labor day weekend, which is the third and sixth of September. Yeah. Um, uh, times are probably going to be all day. It's technically the second through the fifth because that Thursday is going to be the, the team competition. Um, and then we're going to try to our best to wrap up early on Sunday like we did this year. And, uh, yeah, we need volunteers, um, you know, judges and um, equipment. equipment. And um, we've got the qualifier. I think Amy mentioned we're doing that in conjunction with the teens. Um, and they're running an event the same weekend up in Michigan. And, then, and yeah, what's the so, date on that? Uh, the same, same weekend. September 3rd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The qualifier, that is. Oh, the, it goes from uh, June 10th to the 19th. And we're going to release all the workouts at once. It's going to be five workouts. And you can do them in any order and submit them however you want. So you'll have 10 days, basically, the 10th to the 9th in order to do all the workouts under your own schedule and, and then we also i gotta plug my daughter is making these really cool masters fitness collective tie-dyes that will be available they're available for order uh through direct message on instagram right now for 20 bucks and i think they're gonna be on our website pretty soon next so yeah awesome so my, my son's available to come clean your gym anytime you want <laughs> I, i've been watching i've been more fascinated by that and <laughs> I'm a priest. It's a stuff at the events. Oh, and actually, they're a sponsor again, too. Um, Viking Pure, they provide all the electrolyzed water for the, the event, which is uh, it, it, it's electrolyzed water, but it's stronger than bleach, but safer as well. <laughs> well, so Labor Day weekend, second through the sixth, um, you need volunteers. So reach out to any of the members of Masters Fitness Collective. I know Kat put out some stuff on social media on how to sign up to be a volunteer. Uh, and we're all going to be there. Uh, so I hope you guys are too. And I uh, can't wait to see everybody when we get there. Hey, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah good luck this guys. weekend, guys. Yeah, you too. Good luck, Leslie. You too. I see you, Rin. I got you. <laughs> All right. So Masters Fitness Collective, um, you know, you can kind of tell that those guys like to have a good time and uh, they definitely do, uh, but they're pretty serious about the competitions and uh, the workouts last year were no joke. Um, and you got to see some of the best athletes in the world. Ron Ortiz, um, David Hippensteel was there. Um, a lot of, a lot of the legends in the Masters competition Um it was awesome. Some of our past guests, Julie Rappaport was there. Um, yep. So just, just a fabulous event. And the athletes are so in tune with the, the crowd and the people there and wanting to be a part of it. It's very different than when you go to like a sanctional or 
um, an open division competition. Um, the smack talk, I think, is is more at the Masters, uh, where they kind of cut yeah. talk back and forth, and it's just a lot of fun. I had a, it was one of the most fun competitions I've been to. Yeah, lots of camaraderie, a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah. So, what's up, guys? Hi. I guess we need to thank our sponsors real quick. Uh, RX yes, Marketer. Uh, they are a sponsor of the Masters Fitness Collective. They're also our title sponsor. Um, and you can use code Clydesdale15, all caps, at checkout at rxmarkgear.com. Get 15% off anything you order there except for new releases and special editions. Speaking of, I had a huge PR with my jump rope yesterday. I did a workout and it was six, it was like six rounds and you would have four different movements. So, um, you would just spend 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. And one of the movements was double unders. And I did all of my six rounds of double unders ready. Unbroken. Good job. Any spin? I did. I did spin. Listen, (laughs) it doesn't matter. One step at a time. Once, right. One jump at a time. Scott, come on. And what, what kind of rope did you use? RX Smart Gear. I actually have a special edition though. I have the Julie Fouché special edition. And it actually has magic dust on it to help you with your double unders. Probably. Yeah. It does. Well, we also are sponsored by Bear Bells. Uh, I just had one today on my way home from the gym to get that protein in after I... Uh, put it out, put it all out on the floor and uh, yeah. Crunchy fudge, crunchy like fudge. Crunchy, my favorite. The crunchy fudge. Uh, crunchy love that fudge. crunchy fudge. Is that the blue? No, what's yeah. That's the blue one. The blue. Yeah, it's, the, it's the coconutish one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that on my little three minute drive home. <laughs> I so that. if I you want to have, I have like one a day for sure. Like once a day, fit it in. If you want to save your, some money on your bear bells, uh, you can use Clydesdale 10 at checkout at shop.bearbells.com. Um, listen, they are in high demand and they're always flying off the shelf. So you don't even know what flavors are going to be available when you go on there. So check every day. Uh, Cause you want to get your crunchy fudge when it's available and make sure you do or that white chocolate almond or cookie dough, whatever your salty peanut, salty peanut, crunchy fudge. Yeah. yeah. They're awesome. He's on that nougat. He's on that nougat. You can not if you like Nutella, it's delicious. Really good. Yeah, I haven't had that one yet. So it was out when I went to order. It'll be back. It'll be back. All right. Well, with that, how's everybody's week going? That good, huh? It's going well. Um, Work-wise, well, I'm just, this is my busiest time of year, the end of the school year. And as I was complaining about it, about feeling overwhelmed about all the stuff I have to do and get done, um, my husband ever so gently reminded me, which was very true. He just said, I I hear your words that you're overwhelmed. I just want to remind you that you don't work over the summer. And I said, that was very helpful. Actually, that was a good that's a good reminder. And by the way, I do, like, do some work over summer, but not like I do. That's like when you're in a workout and things are starting to really suck. And someone says like, your rest is coming. You only have 30 more seconds and you get a four minute rest. 
you know, it's like, okay, I, I know it's hard. But yeah, the rest is I coming. I do hard things. Mm -hmm. Yes, we all can. Yeah, well, we had a very good, Scott, we're having what, a- Oh. What do I need to tell Scott? You need to tell Scott, yeah, I'm off from school, but my other 712 part-time jobs still are happening. 536, we're down to 536 now. Well, over the summer, it's 536, yeah. True. All right, sorry, Kat, for talking over you. No, that's okay. I was just gonna gonna tell everyone about the awesome baseball week that this family's having. So Braden had, um, last week he had his first complete game. This week he had his first no hitter. Um, he had nine strikeouts after four innings. Like the kid like wasn't messing up at all. I've never seen him in such a zone. Um, it was like a Bugs Bunny cartoon when the guy's like, one, two, three, you're out. One, two, three, you're out. I think he had like a 12 pitch inning. I think one inning, it was just insane. Um, so no, first no hitter, he had a two run home run in the game. It was their senior day. Um, and I think I got most excited about his friend, Josh, who is also a senior, um, who did not get to play in the senior game. His parents were there and we've known Josh for a very long time. He's a, he's a really good player, but the third baseman who is a sophomore is like batting 800 right now. So they weren't going to take him out and put Josh in. Um, but they did put Josh in at the end of the game as a pinch hitter. And he hit the walk off, a walk off home run, his first home run in high school. And it was a walk off and his parents oh. were crying and it was oh. just, yeah, it was the coolest thing. So what a fun game. They have, they have four more games on the season. They're probably going to go 15 and three and be like top five seated for the tournament. So super exciting to see those kids peak right now. I'm like, Ugh. very cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm moving my daughter to Athens this weekend, Athens, Ohio. Um, it's time for all of us involved, for her to be out on her own and to learn how to pay bills and um, earn her own money. Um, so that's going to be fun. Um, my family's actually coming into town. Well, my mom's coming into town and my nephew is going to help us move. Um, I did gently remind him that I've helped him move on several occasions, <laughs> several <laughs> role. And it's time for him to return the favor as I am now 51 and uh, need help lugging stuff up the stairs. So he's coming. So how is Corinne feeling about all this? Oh, how she's she excited. She feels like her sophomore year was kind of ripped away from her um, because she, even though she went in person-ish, she went to the dorms for the fall, but they kept sending her home and she did all of her classes, but one online, even in the dorm. Yeah. And fun. then this semester she stayed here because that was such a waste. And now she actually gets to go and kind of experience college finally. Awesome. Good. She's been experiencing college all along. She just moans and groans that COVID has taken away my college experience. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I mean, I'd be bummed too, but um, it's taken away a lot of things. Everybody's for, for everybody lose mm -hmm. stuff because of it. Yeah. So, but True. she, she actually got her grades today. 3.66. Loving yes. that better than anything she ever did in high school. Um, so it's really cool that when you find your niche and what you want to be in life, 
that you're more motivated uh-huh. classes and all that For stuff. Sure. So, yeah, totally. I mean, I've told you before, I never read any of the books in high school. I was told to read ever, but I, I saw did a TikTok about that. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I did. After I graduated, it turns out the books were good, but I wasn't going to read them because I was told to. Right. No <laughs> yeah. So that's good. And, um, Big news is my, my wife is going in for a surgical consult tomorrow. Um, we've been begging her to go. She, her knees hurt so bad. She can't really even do any kind of workout without throbbing pain. So she is looking to get a knee replacement and alleviate that pain and kind of get back to some kind of activity. Awesome. So that would pray for her on that or give, send good thoughts or whatever you're into. That would be awesome. For sure. Anything going on with you guys, Amy, I know you're planning a grad party. I'm planning grad party. And right now I'm focused on this weekend, which is doing the, the workouts. Oh yeah. The workouts. Okay, so, Talk so about the, speak workouts. Of the workouts. When, when are you going? Do you know yet? Or are you going to wait till they're announced? I'm still waiting till they're announced, but I did take Friday off of work. So I'm likely going to do some Friday during the day. Um, so I don't really want to do any tomorrow. You're likely going to have to do some Friday during the day. Or oh, you mean in, instead of tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do any yeah. tomorrow. And so I'm going to wait, do, I think, take just, we'll see. But so it did come out just in case nobody saw that it's going to have the same format. You have to submit one and yeah. two by three o'clock Eastern time, 12 o'clock Pacific mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow or Friday. And then again, the three and four same time on Saturday, Saturday and the fifth one on Sunday. Well, I really yeah, want to so come. I'm I really, looking... I keep talking over cat. That's Go okay. cat. I'm looking at my schedule for tomorrow and I am booked from 5 a.m. until 10 p.m. So I'm not really sure when I'm going to do any workouts. And on Friday, I have one open slot between 11 and one. So I might be trying to do those workouts from 11 to one. I don't have a GHD or a 15 foot rope. So my old gym has welcomed me back at 11 to do that workout, which is I think the second workout, right? Yeah. Based on the layout. So I don't know, I might, I might not get to do that second workout. And I'm wondering if I do the first workout, but I miss the second workout, can I still do three, four, five, and six to just like see where I would fall in yeah, those so- workouts? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care where I end up at the end of the weekend. I would just love to see like how I do in each workout yeah. compared to everyone else in my age group, except for workout two, cause I probably can't do it. Yeah, I had somebody who submitted for it. Like they um, were doing the GHD for the individual. Um, mm-hmm. and then felt something. And so they just called it and they quit. Well, he didn't realize that you had to get, there's a tiebreak time and the tiebreaker time was after your 60 GHDs, which he uh, did not okay. get to. So he, he, even though he started the workout, he, he didn't get to submit a score, but he went ahead and submitted the other scores so that he could have record of doing it. And, and did they still accept the other scores? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just don't want them to like shut me down if I like don't submit a score for that one. Yeah. Or yeah, like I said, I might just 
do the GHDs or whatever it is, like I'll do yeah. the minimum requirement, but I'm, I'm not looking to get a score on that one just because I don't, logistically, I'm not sure how I'm going to make it work. And I don't want to get rhabdo for the weekend. <laughs> it's really not worth it for me, depending on what it is. And like I said, I've done maybe five GHDs in the last two years. So like, it's not going to be smart for me to do any kind of volume on that machine whatsoever. But all the other stuff I'm kind of excited about that there's no rings and there's no rig because individually some of those workouts I stand to do pretty well in just not collectively over the whole weekend so we'll see it'll be fun I'm worried about strict handstand push-ups no see I was banging out 20 sets of 20 sets of 15 of those today in a workout like I could do those all day I can do handstand push-ups not strict that's why I'm, I mean yeah. I can't well, they might I mean yeah we don't know Right. We don't know. Yeah, you don't know if they're going to be strict. Right. I mean, and I'll get through a set of 10. It just, it will take a while. Unfortunately. Eat, are you eating the bear bells? No, I'm eating watermelon. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I have a really weird side note. So Amy and I are in a tech string with two other people. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and it can be quiet for days on that tech string. And the minute the minute Amy and I get on to record a podcast, it blows up. It goes crazy. <laughs> so what are they talking about? What's happening? I have no idea. I bet it's somebody, one of our friends going rocking. Yeah. One, the one guy who just responded, Springs, if you're listening, respond on our text every once in a while. <laughs> he's been like radio silent, but Scott says it's because he's busy working. Working. Yeah. Some people have jobs. I have 537. I know about that. <laughs> yeah. Cat has one job, but it's all day long. Five to ten. <laughs> all day, every day. So oh my gosh. I, I have a couple quick questions for you guys. Okay. okay. Um, first one for Amy is I heard a rumor that you bought the underdogs athletic programming. I did buy that. I did. And that you're using it for your accessory work. Well, so not, a couple of reasons. Number one, um, I wanted to buy it to be, because I li- like to just, I wanted to have more information about it. It's definitely a competitor's programming. So uh, while I like to compete, I'm not trying to be the competitor, but there's some pieces of it that I'm really liking. And I'm trying to like take, sprinkle some things out of it and add it to my regular kind of gym programming. So I like to still participate and be a part of the class um, at, at my gym, but there's some things I need to work on as far as strength, strength, not strength, um, and some accessory stuff. And so that's what I've been, been using for that. So I've really liked the, you know, we, there were some clean and jerk EMOMs with maybe just like working at 60% and 65 and 70%. Like that's the kind of stuff I need. And I like having it written up instead of me having to kind of just figure it out. I'm not a programmer. That's not my strength. Right. And so you're liking what you have so far. And it's only been live since Monday. Yeah. But I have like, I, I looked at it for the whole week, you know, to be like, okay, what of this can I sort of take and incorporate? Um, and just because this week is the week that I'm, you know, I'm going to rest two days before doing quarterfinals. So it's a little bit um, different, but I've kind of made a plan of, okay, what I'm excited to follow, which is the, the clean and jerk EMOMs, the snatch EMOMs, some of the strict um, gymnastics movements. So like we did a baseline of strict handstand pushups and strict um, pull-ups 
uh, and then some of the like accessory. Like I love the warm up stuff. Like the warm warm ups that I'm used to are more like okay, uh, a, a ton of dy dynamic kind of warm up. Get your bodies warmed up. Then let's do some mobility. Well, the uh, warm up with underdogs athletics was like okay, do crossover symmetry. So do you know one round of all ten reps of all of that, and then let's go into doing some you know, more just like activation warm-up stuff, which actually I was, I was really into. That's really cool. Yeah. And Kat, you are now on like week four of HWPO. Oh yes. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm running out of workouts and they're not giving me more. I don't <gasps> understand. Um, I think because my training partner signed up on April 1st for April 1st. I didn't sign up until April 7th. So I, so I think the company thinks I'm a week behind, right? But I'm not because I started April 1st and I've been emailing them trying to get them to like, like, I don't care. I'll pay sooner if I need to pay sooner. But like they're waiting for my payment to cycle, I guess, to like release more workouts. And right now I only have workouts through Friday Ooh. in my app. And uh, yeah, and I'm, you know, and I'm a planner and I like to plan and I'm actually planning on working out through this weekend, regardless of age group online qualifiers. Like that's not age group online qualifiers is not my focus this weekend. I don't want to mess up my training and I'm not going to get neurotic about, you know, what I can or can't do. So I'm going to, I have a workout plan for Friday and I have a workout plan for Saturday that I want to do and I don't have it. So I'm sort of working on that. And, and quite honestly, there's like, some bugs in the application that I'm not crazy about. Um, I don't, I don't, I still feel like I'm getting value for my money. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting like ripped off or, you know, anything like that, but there are some, there are some issues with the app that I would love to see get fixed. Um, and I know that on zoom calls that we've had with Matt, like he's very interested in getting that, like you can tell he's frustrated that he wants the app to be perfect. Right. Cause that's just his personality. Um, he wants to represent something that's perfect. So they're working on that piece of it. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's good. It's hard. I'm still not really sore. I don't know why the volume is insane. Um, but I'm lifting a lot. Still, still squatting a lot, overhead squatting a lot, snatching a lot. Um, we haven't done any squat cleans at all. Um, but we do a lot of sandbag work. And I mean, a sandbag, a 70 pound sandbag is a squat clean kind of when you pick it up off the ground. So um, we'll see how that translates over. But I just got a 100 pound sandbag because the 70 is getting a little easy for me to do, believe it or not. Um, so yeah, getting, I'm feeling strong. My week has been, um, I actually pulled Christy aside on Monday uh, because my legs are not recovering from the strength to the Metcon. And I'm like, I feel like I'm bagging every Metcon because it takes me halfway through it. Or if the way it works, you may do four Metcons or three Metcons or whatever after the strength, um, but they're just shorter. And I'm like, I, it takes me so long to recover. Like I'm so far behind by the time we get to like Metcon two or halfway through the Metcon or whatever. And so she actually implored me to like cut back my volume on the strength. So if it's like a, a set of 10, do seven. Or if it's a set of six, do four. And just kind of 
so that my legs can actually recover and, and I can focus on the Metcon. And she said, just make a plan every day. Like maybe one day you want to work on strength because that's what you feel like. That's what your body feels like doing. Then do that 100% and then back off the Metcon. But, but have a plan every day as to what you're going to do coming in. And so today I did that. I did 75% of our clean and jerk Metcon, um, speaking of Amy. And, uh, and so I did, it was supposed to be three reps after you did 10 um, air squats. And so I cut it back to seven air squats and two clean and jerks my jerks are awful. Like everything I'm like really relearning everything right now. Um, but then I, when the Metcon came, like I actually made it under the time cap, which was the first time in a while by one second, it's still under the time cap, still under the time cap. And that's the first time. And I had to go on that last round to get it. Like I knew when I was on the rower and I was telling Sprinks actually before we went on the air, like I would, I, sped up my turnover and my heart went up into my throat and I was like, Oh shit. And then it kind of backed off. I was like, okay. So I finished the row and then got through the other stuff and, and finished with one second to go, but it, it took everything I had on that last, last round. So good for you. Uh, any CrossFit news we want to talk about? Cause we are actually running, we are running along. Well, the big one I wanted to talk about is, you know, that CrossFit changed the rules (laughs) midstream again. And those people that they put into the online qualifiers who could not travel and then decided instead, if they're currently close to a live event, they're going to dump them into a live event. So that takes people like Tia Toomey out of the Atlas games because that was an online event and puts her in the Mac, which is a live event. And now that Mac is pretty freaking stacked. Because you have they're allowing bar. four now. They're going to select four, right? It's still five. There's five people coming, but then you get four people get to go to the last chance instead of three. Ah, uh, gotcha. Got it. Okay, thank you. Because okay. she was not in their region. But that, 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 re- that Mac already had Amanda Barnhart. Brooke Wells, Haley Adams, Fee Sagafi. Right. It's going to push somebody into. Yeah, and I think there was one other like, big name in there. And now Tia shows hmm. up. And then are they going to eliminate a spot? So that's like a disadvantage for the, for the place where she's going and an advantage for Oceana, right? Or Atlas games or wherever yeah. she was going to be competing in. That's crazy. Well, Alice games is stacked too, because like every good Canadian athlete is in there uh, because they can't travel. So you have like Carolyn Prevost and Emily Rolfe and um, our girl, Annika, Annika. Mm -hmm. I always say it wrong the first time I saw Amy's finger go up. Um, (laughs) um, I can't remember who there's a lot up there. Uh, But anyway, but Oceana is the winner because you take Tia out of Oceana and it's Cara Saunders and whoever else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And there, there were seven people and I think five of them ended up in a live event. And so because of that, they didn't do backfills, right? Um, I still think they're doing backfills. I've heard. Like when? <laughs> I don't know. They still That's haven't, like they weeks. haven't, 
they still haven't told the teams where they're going. Ah! And it's it's right, in a teams, couple weeks. Teams actually, teams actually just selected, just submitted their requests today. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, but they have to travel too. And that it's yeah, but at least they know they're competing. Ah, true. I mean, there could be, like I said, like my buddy Max, who's from around here, he he's he's on the bubble. I mean, God, that would suck. Yeah, they gotta. Yeah. They, it, there has to be a better way to do it. So, other CrossFit news today is Emma Carey's seventeenth birthday. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Look out, world, because now she's a year older. <laughs> and probably yeah. way fitter than she was yesterday because that's just every day for her yep. I think that is one of the most intriguing stories of the of the semifinals and that is Mal O'Brien and Emma Carey in the same semifinal mm-hmm. yeah it's going to be neat Granite Games yeah uh, I don't know what else to talk about um the, the, the CrossFit Games did put out for volunteers. Uh, so there's a sign up for volunteers. Um, if and you're Rogue interested in that. Yeah, that Rogue came out today too. Asked for volunteers too. What's the date of the games? July what? That's a great question. It's great. Oh, please. I think it's the last couple of days of July into the beginning of August. Yep, it runs from the 27th of July, which is a Tuesday, until August 1st. Okay. Yeah. And a huge contingent are in Madison right now doing the planning. So they are yeah. moving forward like it's going to go. So it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the sexual harassment piece about IG in the morning chalk up like that. That was kind of a known thing. Not that it's not important. Um, but I think people have voiced that it happens a lot. What really got me this was when they did this follow-up story about the teen athletes being harassed. Um, and so now you're going from just sexual harassment to pedophile sexual harassment Right, like a crime, <laughs> a real crime. Not, and, not that the other one's not a real crime, but yeah. Right, and I guess not that I'm surprised, but man, that's ugly. Yeah. And and some of the teams are saying that they're harassed in their own gyms. Well, that's gross. And that's up to affiliate owners and coaches to do better if that's happening, because. And I, and I hope it's not coaches and affiliate owners that are doing it because they should be, you know, excommunicated from the community. That's disgusting. It is. Um, but I just, I was taken aback by that. You know, you hear some of the athletes talk about the people, you know, and some of them call them out uh, on Instagram and in their stories, they'll actually post what they've written. Um, yep. Or I, th- I think Danny Spiegel even like, cop and then tag their wife in in the stories and stuff like that um so like you knew it was going on but yeah it was a much deeper underbelly than i think i was aware of yeah i think people just need to expose it more and 
you know, to the extent that we can jump on comments when people make gross comments to people to just support them and, and whatnot, I think is important. It's a shame because I mean, these athletes need to have social media. The answer is not just, you know, well, don't be on social media because it's part of, you know, the ethos yeah. of their professional careers. It's the only way a lot of them can make money at this point, like right. sponsorships right. and things like that. So, yeah. well, I think the other thing that we have to remember, though, too, I'm, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen otherwise, but it's a lot easier for people to be behind a screen and to make comments 100%. Than, than they would in their face. I still think they probably would be harassed in person, but maybe not by the sheer number of people who feel braver behind their computer screen. I, I'm still appalled though at people that, I mean, there was a guy on, uh, that someone made a gross comment on somebody's thing and he, he had on his profile that he was a level three CrossFit trainer. I'm like, really? I mean, and it wasn't just like a rude remark. It was gross. Like, you know what I mean? There's difference between like, meh, just being a jerk and, and being disgusting. And I just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So as, yeah. as brave as people are, like they're, they're also just like, they're either really stupid, <laughs> you know, yeah. because they don't think right. people can like look at their profile or what, but you know, it's yeah. Create a fake account if you're going to do it. Like, well, I don't think no. they're brave at all. I think they're actually, they're stupid. Was, yeah. Because they can do it behind their screen. I don't think it's a brave thing to do. I just think yeah. that they're able to because of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, well, let's get to our fun questions of the week, sponsored by Up Before You Coffee. I actually just had a cup about four hours ago to get me through my afternoon, um, and it kept me up before I got on my podcast. So um, it was great. It was medium roast. I really like their medium roast. Um, and you can get a discount using Clydesdale 20 at checkout at upbeforeyou.com. So make sure you do that. So first question is, what is your most used emoji? Let's go with Amy. Okay, I'm, well, I'm picking my favorite most used because I, I, it's kind of the same. But this is, and I even had a conversation about this tonight. And I said, just so you know, if you ever get a text from me and I put this emoji, please know that in my, my mind and in my head and physically, I'm also doing this emoji. And it is this <laughs> eye roll emoji this is my favorite one. Well, I've seen, it, I've I seen do. that in person and in text <laughs> quite frequently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's favorite. Cat. Yeah. I don't know. I like that one. Yeah. yeah, it has lots of different meanings. That's your answer to a lot of my questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but you do use it a lot. Yeah. So mine is probably, mine is probably, it's three emojis together. It is the, 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 the rock horns with the guy with the sunglasses. Yeah. So like okay. rock star. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense for you. Yeah. Do you use those on TikTok? Uh, no, uh, maybe once. You should like float them around the screen sometimes and play around with them. It'd be good. 
I'm disappointed none of you have said anything about my new creative openings and endings on the clips that went on the morning chalk up this week. That's because I haven't had time to even look at them, <laughs> but I know they exist. I worked also true. so hard, so hard. So sorry. I'm afraid to look at them because I know I'm going to have to do some and I'm scared. <laughs> I sent them to you as a project. Hopefully it'll import into your thing. Okay. Well, I did take the first step and I did download them to my machine. Okay. So I have to, yeah, I have to check and see Scott and I, for, for all of you listening or watching Scott and I use the same editing software for post-production. However, his is windows based and mine is Mac based and we can't share it. Like we were going to just use the same license and just like share it and we couldn't. So I have to have my own. He has his, that's great. No big deal. Just double the cross, whatever. Um, <laughs> but it also means like, you know, I can't get into his account to do stuff. He can't come get into my account to do stuff. So it's like, if I do stuff, it's all on my machine. And when he does things, it's all on his machine. And so now we're trying to actually take the project and share it. And hopefully it will run on my software, even though it was created in the Windows space. We're, we're, we'll see. And this is a little behind the scenes. The post-production is the worst part about doing a podcast. 100%. Just going to tell you. We need to hire someone to do it. Yeah. If there's anyone out there that's like a post-production student that would like to learn how to and um, would like an opportunity to just see our beautiful faces a couple of times a week and get no money for it, um, I would be happy <laughs> to give you the opportunity to do post-production. And we would credit you with that. Podcast. Well, you would be doing the post-production. Put your own we credit can. at the end of the... <laughs> there you go. We'll, we'll share your Instagram and uh, yeah, there you go. That would be awesome. All right. So you guys got to check it out. And hey, you all out there in, in, in the United States and around the world, we have clips now on the morning chalk up because that's part of our partnership. So go check them out. Um, the second question is, what is your favorite summer dish? Like when it's summer and you want that, that's why I'm wearing the Hawaiian shirt. Summer feels. That's what that is. It's a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. <laughs> There's the eye right, roll again. So I saw it, Amy. My, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. Guacamole. Guacamole. So whenever we have people over, I make some pretty good guacamole. And um, chips, guac, Rita's Rita's. Um, water ice in the blender with some vodka um, and all the other things, but the guacamole stands out for me. Summer dish, leave the pits in, leave the pits in the, the dip. It helps it to not brown. Helpful tip. Cooking with cat. <laughs> I'm, going my recipe the, down I'm going grilled corn on the cob and grilled peaches grilling season i don't know not together but just also corn and peaches i do like grilled peaches yeah they're really good mm -hmm. really brings out the sweetness it's so sweet um, it <laughs> so my favorite is kind of a combination so it's a dish i make it has uh grilled roasted corn um cut up cut off the cob with uh, cherry tomatoes and oh. avocado. 
a little bit of cilantro and I make a honey lime dressing. So good. I feel like I've seen that somewhere too. Like, is it like cubed avocado? Yep. Yeah, I love it. All you had me except up until cilantro, but other than that, it was delicious. I love cilantro. Cilantro tastes like soap. Just so okay, you, know. you have that and gene. That's like so you know. that's a gene. Yes, I'm blessed with that gene. It's disgusting. Mm. Can't have it. And I love you, Mexican. You and Rich I'm always one of those people that are like, "Can you not put cilantro on it, please?" Mm. Too bad. All right. Awesome. So if you come visit, I won't put the cilantro in. Thank you. Just I'll put it. I'll have a cut up on the side, and you can just sprinkle it on the top <laughs> if you wish. Yes. Sounds good. All right. So next week's guest is one of the Canadian athletes competing at the Atlas Games. Mm -hmm. And her name is Emily Rolf. And I will tell you what, um, we got a whole new side of Emily that I didn't even know existed. And she is super funny. Um, she is just really outgoing and bubbly. Would you say bubbly, Kat? Yeah, I, people are going to be surprised because I think they've only been exposed to Emily in certain avenues. And I would say that it doesn't show her personality whatsoever um, in any, you know, in anything out there that's published with her in it. Um, with the exception of the, the thing she did with Brent and... Uh, yeah. Vellner. Um, Pat Vellner, yeah. But like normal other podcasts I've seen her on, like she, they haven't done her justice whatsoever. And she was all, she was amazing. She's yeah, like my new favorite. She is mine too. And, and since I've, I've interviewed her, I, you know, I've been following her more closely on Instagram and mm -hmm. she is, they just moved into a new house and she talks about it on the podcast and she finally gets a garage gym and she is glowing it up and she's doing these things on her stories, they are cracking me up. She has paint <laughs> everywhere. Um, and her dad was an Olympic lifting coach and they got like the old yeah. lifting platform with the Canadian flag, like kind of on it that he used to have when he trained Olympic athletes <laughs> and it's in her gym. It's so cool. But I told her, I made a joke. I said, you need to come out, do a home renovation show when you retire from CrossFit. And she goes, oh Lord. That would, that would not go well, <laughs> but she is, she's super funny. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, I had a blast and now it's time for the best thing on the internet. And so we'll start with Kat this time. Oh, no, I need to go last. I need to go oh. last. Sorry. Amy. Why don't you go first? Me go first. <laughs> yeah. I have mine. I just want you to go first. All right. So mine is, um, I'm going to go with a new show on HBO uh, called The Mayor of Easttown, starring Kate Winslet. And it is a crime drama. Yeah, I knew I, knew I would get someone's attention. Um, and so my wife is that same person. She likes the crime dramas. And it is... Um, it starts where there's already a missing kid that they have not been able to solve for a year. And then there's a murder in the first episode 
and there may be a connection. There may not be, you don't know. And I'm three episodes in, you still don't know what's going on. Um, and every episode ends with a cliffhanger and it is, it is so good. So good. And it takes place right by where cat lives. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. Cause they talk about Kennett square all the time. It's a suburb of, they talk about living in a suburb of Philadelphia. I think it's Coatesville. Coatestown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coatestown. Coatesville. 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 Uh, which is where my wife's uncle lives. And my wife was just there a week ago. Uh, taking her parents to see her her mom's brother. And so we were watching the show and, and Julie's going, oh, I was just on that street. I was. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and yeah. um, so we have that in in addition to that. But yeah, have to check it out. Um, Mare, M-A-R-E. That is the lead character's name. Kate Winslet is mayor. The, it is mayor of Easttown. I love it. Amy, I just have to tell you that when you're your little what you're That's doing. What, oh yeah. It reminds me of Kristen Wig, the Target when she works at Target. She's With like, her tiny hands. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 not tiny hands. hands. She's, okay. she's a the cashier target. and she gets all excited and she's like, Yay, that sounds safe. You know, and she like runs away to grab stuff. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. So oh, mine, anyway. I already sent you guys it, but it was my TikTok that I sent you, no, not tiny hands, sorry. Uh, at the TikTok of when she says, tell me that you listen to too much true crime podcast without oh, telling yeah. me. And she says, before I go for a run, I make sure my husband knows what outfit I'm wearing. So in case he needs to alert the authorities of my missing body. <laughs> and I literally, I literally do that. I will send where I'm going running, what I'm wearing, um, if you don't hear from me, like how long I expect to be gone. And if you don't hear from me by this time, then please alert the authorities of my location. Especially like if I go on a, I'm never mind. I can't, I can't even give too much information because there could be weirdos listening and now they're going to know. <laughs> but I'm very aware my head is on a swivel constantly and I'm two steps ahead. I love it. Safety mm-hmm. first. And I can verify, she used to send us texts if her husband was not there. Yeah. And she would say, I'm I'm going running here. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing this. If you don't hear from me in an hour and a half, come looking for me or call the authorities. And so then when I was done, I would would say, I'm done. And they're like, how do we know this isn't just the killer that's using your (laughs) text? So then I would send a picture of me post-workout. Or you need like, what's the code word or something, you know? Yep. Yep. I love it. Well, my favorite thing on the internet, I also sent to you guys. And for some reason, I sent it to Chase Ingram on Instagram because I thought he would appreciate it. Oh, okay. And then it ended up, um, Paul Tremblay actually posted on his Instagram because someone had forwarded it to him. And it's the dad's press conference on TikTok. So it's this guy, and he's a dad, and he's got a microphone in front of him, and he's like answering questions. And they're basically going through like their day. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that, that snack before dinner, that, that was just a mistake, mistake, we're running out of time. I just, I wasn't thinking that's on me, you know, and then he, he just goes through his whole day about what he did wrong with the kids and how he messed it up. But as if he were like a basketball coach, you know, replaying a game and his moves, it, it's so funny. It was good. Super yeah. cute. I have one more thing that I have to say, 
and that is um, I got the honor to do a podcast with one Miss mm-hmm. Julie Fouché. And oh, yeah. it is one of the things I'm probably most proud of. And um, talking about mental health um, has now become kind of the norm for me. And I kind of have to thank my co-host, Amy, because she really um, was the driver in me understanding mental health better over the last few years and me finally getting help and not being afraid to get a counselor and not being afraid to go to a psychiatrist. And um, I've gotten some really cool text messages from people in the mental health, um, in the mental health area, uh, thanking me for being so vulnerable and honest about it. And a lot of people like on social media, thanking me for being open and honest about it. It's been, it's been a weird ride this week um, with that. Cause I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be a mental health advocate, but you know, there's stigmas associated with it. And if you haven't heard the podcast, uh, Julie's a professional and she asks like all the right questions. And uh, I thought it was, it's one of the things I'm most proud of uh, that I've ever done in my life. And if you haven't heard it, it's on Pursuing Health, episode 194. And uh, it's really good. And the cool thing is, Julie actually recorded with Amy and I, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Shortly after that was recorded. And so that one is coming out in two weeks. And it's kind of a continuation of the story. Only we flip and Julie tells how she's gone through her mental health struggles. And so... um, it, the whole gambit of it is something I'm super proud of and can't wait for everybody to hear. Well, I'll give you a good quote to just kind of end that off. It's by one of my favorites. Can you guess? Mr. Rogers. Nope. Mr. Rogers. Anything that is mentionable is manageable. Mm, I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yep. So with that... I want to thank you all for listening. We need to thank RX Smart Gear for being an awesome sponsor. Uh, don't forget Clydesdale 15 at checkout gets you 15% off everything but new releases and special editions. And then we have Barbit Bear Bells. I thought I was going to get through without tripping over my tongue. Bear Bells. Uh, go order that crunchy fudge. Uh, put in the code Clydesdale10 at checkout and get 10% off your order at Bear Bells. Uh, shop.bearbells.com. And with that, make sure you leave a comment, a like, hit the notifier, leave a review on iTunes, all that stuff help us out. Um, And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See you. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.